Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 355. For Momo, it's, it all started with a passion for motorsport. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. 2015 marks Covercraft's 50th anniversary. They've manufactured premium quality exterior and interior covers here in the United States with a reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit with over 80,000 patterns and growing. You can choose from dozens of fabric options and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicle. Made in the USA, Covercraft is the right choice. I've protected my special rides with their covers for over 40 years, and you should too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Enrique Cisneros. Enrique, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Driver change complete, seatbelts on, ready to go. <laughs> very cool. I love it. Born in Venezuela and living in Miami, Florida, Enrique Cisneros is the principal at Momo Italy, the iconic automotive and motorsports accessories company. Above everything else, he's an automotive enthusiast whose mission is to rebuild the Momo brand, placing it back in the legendary position it once occupied. He races in the Porsche GT3 Cup race series and claimed the championship title in 2010 and 2011. And in 2013, he finished third in the competitive GTC class of the America Le Mans series. And in 2015, he finished second in the GTA class of the Pirelli World Challenge driving a Ferrari 458 Italia GT3 race car. You are having some fun, Enrique. I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your career, your business, and of course, your passion for automobiles? Sure, absolutely. First of all, thank you very much for having me on the show. You're welcome. Yeah, so I've definitely been having a little bit of fun the last couple of years. I think uh, so. Know, I always say, you know, people always ask me, how'd you get into racing? And then, you know, sometimes I say, bad luck, I wish I hadn't because it's kind of consumes me every day of, of how, you know, when I'm on the track, I'm thinking about the next track I want to go to and, and uh, you know, what's the next race series, right? But, sure. um, you know, my, my passion for cars, I think, started very similar to everyone else's just as a young boy, you know, watching Formula One and watching racing in general. I've always been a, a, a race fan. And, uh, and I've always been a, a tinkerer, too. You know, I always said if I had a yo-yo, I wanted to modify it. And it was the same thing with anything with an engine. You know, I always wanted to go faster and, and jump higher if it was a motorcycle or, or whatever it may be. And uh, so, you know, I've always had a, a, definitely a passion for cars and, and I've always appreciated the engineering behind them and everything. And um, so I started racing in 2010. 2010 was the first year that I started racing. You mentioned in the Porsche GT3 Cup. And uh, ever since then, I've, you know, I've, I've been hooked. I've been hooked. And, um, you know, it's, it's been quite a ride. I, I can't complain. We've been very successful since we started racing. And, um, and, and you know, and, and now today doing it at, at the highest levels, uh, you know, with, with Momo is, is a dream come true for, for anyone, I think. And, uh, especially for me. Absolutely. Well, tell me a little bit before we get into some of my questions. 
Your involvement with Momo, this is a legendary brand. Now, I'm older than you, but I told you in our pre-show chat, I had a Momo steering wheel on my Carmagia back in the the mid-70s, and Momo's been around forever. I love the fact that you're involved with that company now. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing there. Sure. So, yeah, Momo, I mean, Momo turned 51 years. Uh, I'm I'm only 32, so as you said, uh, uh, you know, it's been around for a while. Definitely have big shoes to fill. Uh, Like you said, you know, you shared a similar story with me that I hear. doesn't matter what country I'm in. Everyone always tells me the story of when I got my car, the very first thing I did (laughs) was <laughs> I went to the store and I changed the steering wheel and I put a Momo steering wheel in there. Yep. That story you will find anywhere in the world. The biggest moment of joy in a person's life when they got their first car was followed by changing the steering wheel for a Momo steering wheel. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and, and those are stories that, that, that obviously uh, you know, inspire me and inspire everyone in the company to, to try to get back to that, right? To bring the company to where it used to be in the past, which was a, a very aspirational and exciting moment when you buy the, the Momo stream wheel and put it on your car. I came across Momo because I started racing and everyone knows the racing budgets are, are expensive and you know I started moving up in, in the racing ladder and, <laughs> and I needed a company that would pay for racing. I was like, well, I need to find something. No, no one's going to sponsor me. I need to find a company that makes sense, that's in the motorsport world and you know, it'll be a, 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 marketing, uh, a, a marketing thing for the company and, and, and one of those things where all of a sudden uh, my, my, my teammate of my team at the moment, who was an Italian guy, said, you're never going to believe what just landed on my lap. You know, Momo Italy, uh, uh, there's an opportunity to, to buy it. I, I know the people. Let's, let's do this. Wow. Right? And I said, well, absolutely. You know, such an iconic brand. You know, again, everyone there was, was a fan. And we ended up actually uh, acquiring Momo, three, three teammates that were racing together. Uh-huh. At that moment in time, around there, around 2010, and since then, the, the rest is history. Since then, now I'm, uh, you know, I'm the sole owner now of, of Momo. But you know, we together, you know, over the last five years, we've been kind of restructuring the company and and uh, uh, you know, kind of helping it grow again to to what it used to. And, and uh, we're very excited for for everything that we've been doing lately and and the plans for for the coming years. So, well, I'm very excited for you. I love the fact that I'm having you on this show because Cars yeah, is all about automotive enthusiasts, but entrepreneurs. People that want to wrap their passion for cars and automobiles and racing into their vocation. And Enrique, you've done exactly that. So bravo to you. We can't wait to see what you do with Momo to bring it back to be a global brand. I know it's going to be fantastic. But as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guest for a success quote. It's some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and success. And it's a great way to get the tires turning here on Cars. Yeah, I know you love to drive. So Enrique? Take the wheel. There have been quotes from earlier times, but they're always in, in Spanish. But I, I think I do want to share one that's similar that, that Momo has always gone by. For Momo, it's, it all started with a passion for motorsport. And I think you can definitely uh, apply that to life in general, is that if you don't have the passion, the passion has to drive everything, your love for what you're doing. If you're not doing something with passion, then it's not worth doing at all, and, and it's, you're just not going to be successful at it. And I think that's something that, you can apply definitely throughout life with your family and, and, and definitely in, in, in business. Always love what you're doing and, and be passionate about it. Absolutely. And you might tell our guests a little bit. Now, Momo being around 51 years, when the company started way back when, this is before you were born, but that quote, that passion, who started the company? So the company was started by uh, Giampiero Moretti, and he had the idea of, you know, he, he had this, the feeling that steering wheels weren't as ergonomic as they should be. They, 
they didn't feel right in his hand. Uh, it was tough, you know, back then with with uh, uh, less of a uh, electric, uh, hydraulic assisted steering, etc. You needed a you know bigger, thicker steering wheel, more comfortable. And and he came up with the idea of well, let me make a, a thick grip steering wheel that will feel good in a race car. And that's how Momo got started back then in, in Monza. And Momo stands for Moretti Monza, Monza being his favorite home track and, and Moretti his last name. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, 50, 51 years later, here we are. That passion continues. I think that's exactly. fantastic. Would you share a story with me that instigated your passion for cars? You talked about being a kid and loving cars that went fast and motorcycles and all these things that you involved in your life. But is there a pivotal moment that you remember when you really knew you were a car guy? Yes, yes. The, the pivotal moment that I became a, a car guy, so to speak. You know, I, I can't really pinpoint one moment. I know that my father, for example, uh, had a, a, a Porsche 928. And uh, I remember as a kid, there's nothing I liked more than riding in that car. And, you know, back then, you know, ba baby seats, no one used them. Seatbelts, no one used them. And I remember I used to sit in between the two back seats, kind of like where the uh, transmission was, basically. Oh, yeah. And I would sit there, you know, right right on top, kind of in between the two seats, holding on. And I remember him just always, you know, you know he liked the speed and he liked to you know, kind of go through the gears and, and just that feeling and the noise and, and all the, you know, vibrations that went through your body. That's the one image I always have as a kid. And, and that's the one brand that is... Uh, Kind of burned in my head is is the is the Porsche steering wheel and that Porsche shift knob. I remember it perfectly how it was round and covered in leather, and and that definitely sparked kind of my my love for 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 these high end cars. Absolutely, and of course the uh, 928, the front engine V8. Those cars had a very unique sound compared to the the uh, cars with the engines in the back, the air cooled, oil cooled engines. The 928s. The first time I drove one, I was really impressed. I couldn't believe. It. In fact. The first time I drove a 928, you know who was sitting next to me? Vic Elford. I was uh, part of a Porsche driving experience, and he was one of the instructors, and I was lucky enough to get him as an instructor. Fantastic car. Great. What a wonderful memory. Enrique, what I'd love to do now is crawl under the hood and take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a huge challenge or a great failure that you faced along the way in your career. You're a pretty young guy, but you've done a lot of stuff, and involved in racing and involved in what you're doing with Momo. But the most important part of this question has to do with what did you learn from that? How did you overcome it? What did it teach you? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, in my career, I've, I've been through, you know, I was an investment, investment banker in New York for, for five years. And then um, from, from there, I've been uh, managing uh, several businesses, uh, family businesses uh, around uh, the beer industry and spirits as well. And, and, and now Momo as of the last couple of years. So um, I would say, honestly, one of the, the toughest moments in my life was two years ago. And it's still related to, to racing. It's when I lost my, my co-driver, Sean Edwards, uh, to an accident. So, you know, Sean and I, we, we were teammates in ALMS and he was my coach always, you know, and my mentor. And uh, unfortunately, he passed away in, 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 a, in a racing accident in, in Australia. And that, to me, was, was very, very tough. And uh, also, what's what inspired me to, to, to start the Motorsport Safety Foundation, which, which I've been doing since as well. If anything, what that taught me was to always try to keep an eye open or, or be more vigilant of who your friends are. Sometimes you have very good friends around you that you haven't really noticed and, and, and it was a situation like that uh, that kind of brought to light who were friends that, that I did not know I had that came and helped. And, and since then, I've even come much, much closer uh, because of the tragedy. But they were, they were there all along, right? So it's, 
it's always about being uh, more open to, to who are the people around you and, and being more open to, to developing those relationships, I would say. Uh, very well said. And first and foremost, my condolences for the loss of your teammate and your friend, Sean. I remember when that happened. Uh, tragic, tragic accidents like that. But I, I love the fact that you've taken that tragedy and turned it around into something. And what you're doing with motorsports safety is absolutely wonderful. And your comments about realizing who your real friends are and those people that step up and help you in those times of need is is so, so valuable. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story when you had a career aha moment. Might have been when you decided to get involved with Momo, but I'd love for you to tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success. <laughs> well, like you said, I think that that aha moment was, oh, Momo, great, a company that's going to pay for my racing. And then I realized racing is way too expensive and that's never going to happen. <laughs> but, uh <laughs> So the hot moment turned to uh oh, pretty, uh, an uh oh moment, yeah. But you know what? I have to say, I, I have been very fortunate and lucky with Momo since since we started because the we have a fantastic team that's lined up, and and every year it gets better and better. And our team in Italy, it's the same team that's been there for, for a long time. The CEO has been there for twenty five years, but in the U.S. especially, we've been putting a, a dream team together. Uh, one of them uh, came from Mercaro, Jonathan Sieber, who's a fantastic, fantastic uh, president of Momo USA, and. And then uh, also our marketing agency, ID agency. Those two together, you will see in, in, in the coming months, are, are really going to put a fantastic program together and help really explode the brand in the United States. So um, I, I think um, you know, a little bit of luck with, with that aha moment always goes a long way in, in business. Oh, absolutely. That's great. I love to hear. We can't wait to see what, what moves forward here with Momo. Such a wonderful brand name and brand of products as well. How about proudest career moments? I would assume you've had many, but is there one in particular, and maybe it comes from a racing situation or a podium finish that really stands out for you that you could share with us? Well, yeah, I would think on, on the racing side, I think uh, when I won my first uh, national championship, that was my rookie year. Uh, in, you know, I had never had a race before. Those wow. were literally my first 15 races of my life, and I was able to clinch a championship and, and to be followed up by another championship. So it wasn't Yes, there was a little bit of luck that always is in racing, but I think I was able to back that up the, the very next year. So in, in racing, that was definitely my, my proudest moment. And, and since then, we've, we've been successful racing with Momo. But, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, there, there's always uh, wins in, in business that you're proud of. And, you know, whether it's a company acquisition or, or a sale of a company is always a, a, a proud moment, you know, uh, pushing oh, yeah. through uh, all, the, all the ups and downs, right? <laughs> Absolutely. There are a lot of ups and downs in business and entrepreneurship, that's for sure, and especially racing. So again, congratulations for those back-to-back championships. Absolutely spectacular. That series that you're racing in is so competitive. I kind of call it the European NASCAR, if you will. When you watch you guys out there and bumping fenders and the stuff you're doing, really exciting series. And I'm a Porsche fanatic. I've been a Porsche fan my whole life, so I really love watching what you guys are doing on the track. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special vehicle? And if you could share a memory with us that you have with that car. Sure. So um, my very first vehicle was a BMW E46 M3. Ooh, cool. And, uh, and I remember I got it in Phoenix Gold, which was the flashiest color. Yeah, they had. That that's was, a wild color. I got it in college. And, uh, you know, I had the fantastic idea of starting modifying it and, uh, Two years later, the engine's blown, the suspension is broken, and, and I think I also cracked the chassis, and uh, so I me- immediately I had to sell it. But it was one of those cars where I, it's, it's the car that I learned 
a lot on about modifying a car, about suspension, about handling and tuning in general. That was the car that sparked kind of my obsession with having the 10 or 15 different magazine publications that you would go through every single month. You know, I spent half, half my money on just buying magazines and going through everything and knowing what horsepower was in every single car and the, and the liters and the engines and, you know, what the reviews are and, sure. and what are the best tires. And, and so that was the car for me that sparked it all in, in a moment where I could actually uh, spend the money to buy the, the accessories for sure. it. Sure. So. Sitting in my garage is an E46 M3 that I bought 10 years ago. Ordered it brand new with all the options I wanted. They're just delightful cars. Really love them. Yours didn't last as long as mine. I have a feeling you might be a little rougher on your machinery, but uh, <laughs> that has to do with your competitive racing, I'm sure. Mine was my daily cool. driver, but I, I have been out on the track with some lapping days with the club in that car. And it's, uh, I love that car. It just does everything. You know, it's just wonderful, wonderful car. So, but you can come drive it. Well, may, I was going to say you can come drive anytime you want. No, but no, no. Maybe you definitely not. want me driving your cars. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll, I'll rephrase that. So, <laughs> how about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle that you've let go in your life that you really wish you could have back in the garage? Yes. Uh, it was a 997 Porsche GT2. Ooh. Sweet. Yeah, I love that car. And uh, I, I lent it to a friend of mine at, at Homestead Speedway. Uh. <laughs> I was sitting in the passenger seat, uh, and you know, traction control on and everything. But, but I think it was maybe lap four or lap five uh, that he, he just lost control, unfortunately, and, and, and smacked it into a wall. Uh. And the car wasn't that bad. You know, we fixed it and it was fine. But I kind of had this, this kind of feeling where, where, you know, the car's tainted. You know, yep. <laughs> I don't oh, want yeah. it anymore. And uh, I, was able to, I was able to get a great offer on it where I, I basically didn't lose any money on it because of this GT2. And then oh, yeah. you know, a couple of years later, I, I keep seeing one on the road and you know, just shaking my head. You know, I should have kept it. Oh, you know, I, had, I was very fortunate. I got to fly down. I live in Gig Harbor, Washington. I got to fly down to Sacramento and pick one up and drive one back. And what a joy that car was. Yeah, really nice car. I can see why you're sad that that thing is gone. There's a lesson for you folks at the track. Don't loan your cars out to anybody. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I've seen some terrible things happen at the racetrack and with street cars. You know, the car's a little bit more powerful than their driving skill. So what was that great quote? I got halfway through the corner and ran out of skill. So <laughs> that can happen. How about a vehicle that you purchased and shortly thereafter you thought to yourself, what was I thinking? You're not going to believe it, but the worst car I've ever had in my life, believe it or not, was the McLaren MP4. No way. Really? Wow. Now, this is interesting. What was it about the car that just wasn't quite there for you? It lacked soul. It didn't, uh, it didn't let you feel the car. You know, it was kind of numb. You could feel the computers. And it was a car that was pushing the envelope of uh, innovation and, and, and suspension and drivetrain and, and everything, really, uh, traction control, et cetera. But I think that that's, you know, it was almost too big of a jump for me, uh, you know, going from an M3 and even a Porsche into that. You know, I said, well, I don't feel like I was driving it anymore. And unfortunately, it was a first-year car, and everything broke down, all sorts of lights gone and mm. transmission failures. And once even, I think I, I hit a pothole and my window cracked. Oh, no. In my windshield. So it was, you know, things like that, which they quickly solved, I think, in year two. Yeah. But, uh, but that was a car, uh, and, and, and I think, you know, I went to resell it uh, two years afterwards, and, and it lost 50% of its value. Uh, so it was, yeah. That, that was everything. So it was kind of one of those frustrating cars that I was never really happy with. Yeah, well, what we got to do is get you in one of the original F1, the McLaren F1 car. That's the car you'd probably really enjoy. Have you ever driven one of those? No, no, I haven't. I haven't, and, and I definitely wouldn't mind getting in one of those. Yeah, yeah, wonderful car. 
Now, at this part of our talk, I always ask my guests about current projects that excite you. So I'm hoping you talk maybe not only about racing, but a little bit more about Momo, because I really know that our audience is excited that you're bringing this this brand back to life and bringing it back to the whole world. But uh, is there a current project you're working on today that really has you excited and fired up? I think that definitely, you know, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about the, the passion and bringing the passion back and the brand back. And, and uh, you know, one project that, that we just launched now in Momo is the uh, Magnus Walker signature steering wheel. Yeah, cool. And, uh, you know, this goes back again to making Momo uh, a brand about car lovers, car enthusiasts, connoisseurs, and, and you know, at least with the Porsche brand, I, I don't know of anyone else who embodies that better than Magnus Walker. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he's a guy that, he's, he, he's a walking encyclopedia of, of, of Porsche. Yep. And um, it was one of those situations that came around very organically. I, you know, I, I, I was in the Long Beach Grand Prix, and, and he came by the pits, and I met him. You know, he invited me to come by. I, def- I went by to his garage, and we were walking around. And uh, you know, he's he showing me, oh, look at this steering wheel, look at this Momo. I have the Jackie X here, and 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 uh, and he was showing me he was collecting all these old Momo steering wheels. Yeah. From from the beginning of of, of, of he had the same story. First thing I did was put a Momo steering wheel in my car, and and I'm I'm listening to him and the passion that he has, and 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 how much he knows, and. I immediately I told him, you know, he, he, he brings out Jackie Stewart string was like, look, this I love this string wheel, you know, I wish you guys made something like this again, right? And 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 he was telling me, he's like, you know what, my, my thing is 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 old Porsches. I, I would never buy a new one. I would always buy a new an old one and redo it. But he said, you know what, the problem is I can't put a new string wheel in my car because it looks out of place. Right. You know, the leather is worn. It's had sun damage. You know, unless you redo the entire interior of a car, which which is crazy, including the dash, you know, I have to go out and try to find an, a used steering wheel. Mm-hmm. That was an aha moment there. Definitely, I kind of looked at him and and, and, and I turned him and said, "Okay, well, you got it." He's like, well, "You got what?" It's like we're going to make a Magnus Walker signature steering wheel. Cool. And and, and he, you know, he kind of didn't believe me at the moment, and uh, he's like, "Well, you know, how would we do it?" He's like, "Well, you tell me." He's like, "Well, we we need it needs to be worn. It needs to look." Like the, the leather's distressed and it needs to have a very thick steering wheel, a very thick grip and feel right in the hand. And I said, you got it. And uh, three months later, he, he had the prototype in his hand and uh, he, he couldn't believe it. You know, he couldn't believe it. And uh, we've had great, great, uh, great reception of it. People really, really like it. They like the fact that you can put it in any old Porsche or any other car for that matter. Yeah. And it looks right at home. It looks like it's been there forever, but it's, it's great. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's one of those projects that, that everyone's very proud of. Uh, we worked very hard on it and, and got it produced very quickly. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's the right, right approach of what we're doing with Momo is getting back to being, you know, uh, uh, an enthusiast in, in the different markets that we're in. Sure. You know, this is an awesome story because Magnus was my 100th guest. You're my 355th guest here at Cars, yeah? And that spirit that he embodies and what he's brought to that brand, which is really a funny thing because you look at him and he's so far from of what people think of as a Porsche owner. Uh, he's out there in a different playing field, really, but he's so creative. And if you go back to his clothing line, his distressed clothing line, and now he's doing it with steering wheels through you and Momo, it's just an absolutely great story. I love it. Great combination of people. Very fortuitous you guys met. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Enrique. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be and why? <laughs> um, d- d- during weekdays or weekends? Well, you know, let's let's go for the weekend because you know what? I think that's going to be a much more interesting answer. 
You know what? It's, it's a funny question because now you know, I'm, I'm a father of three, married. You know, I like to do sports. I like to race. I like to do everything. Yeah. You know, a car, if, if I were to be a car, I would say the Porsche Cayenne Turbo. Okay. And the reason why is because I would say, like the Cayenne, it's kind of up for anything. Uh, uh, you know, we can, we can go to the beach. We can go to the mountains. We can go, uh, you know, out to dinner. If you want to go fast, you can do that. If you want to take it easy, you can do that. So I'm, I'm a kind of guy that's up for anything. Is willing to go through, you know, all, all the different kind of terrains to get there, and uh, and and I think it's a it's a great all around car. I would say that's why that's a great question. And you being a, a young family guy, family man, having three children, congratulations on that. Very very nice. Uh, I think that's a great answer. And I got to spend a day. I've done this several times, but with the Porsche company, and I tell you, one of the most impressive drives I ever did was in that vehicle. Uh, we went around the track at Pacific Raceway, and the gentleman from Porsche driving before he handed it over to us came up around one of the last corners, and I was in the front seat. He looked over at me and winked, kind of said, hold on, and he flipped, <laughs> off the, flipped off the traction control, threw the thing sideways, and did a massive sideways drift all the way through turn nine at Pacific Raceway. And everybody in the back seat was just like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. So. Yeah, just be a little careful with that car, Enrique. You know, don't be messing up the, the suspension and cracking <laughs> wheels and stuff. You've got precious cargo in the back seat. So. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> so, Enrique, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. Metrovac has been manufacturing and providing quality automotive vacuums and blowers since 1939. I've used their portable vacuum and blowers for over 15 years in my garage on my cars, motorcycles, around my home, and you should too. Their Air Force Master Blaster Revolution is my go-to tool every time I wash and detail my vehicles. Powered by two twin-fan 4.0 peak horsepower motors, the Master Blaster delivers up to 58,000 feet per minute of clean, warm, dry, filtered air. Dry your car without a towel and avoid those nagging micro-scratches. Perfect for the wheels, engines, motorcycles, and all those frustrating water traps in trim, door jams, and seals. Check out all of Metrovac's quality products, deliberately made better in the USA. Metrovac is the right choice. Learn more today at Metrovac.com. Use discount code CARSYA20 and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's right, 20% off. Details at CarsYeah.com sponsors. Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. 
Okay, Enrique, we're entering the last lap, and this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions, and you give our listeners some really quick blips of the throttle answers. Are you ready? Sure. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? Always scan ahead with your sight. <laughs> yes. Eyes up, eyes up as my instructor. Eyes up always, and see where you're going, on the highway and on the track. Yeah, yeah same goes for life and business. Absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success? No, I think we, we touched on this earlier, but definitely passion. Uh, passion for what you're doing, love for what you're doing. Uh, you know, it needs to be something that, that you want to uh, do every single day of your life, without a doubt. How about a resource? Is there one in particular you think the Cars Yow listeners would really enjoy? I think there's no better resource than getting out to, you know, a Cars and Coffee or a track day or anything like that. That's really where you learn the best is hands-on experience with with uh, direct from the horse's mouth, right? Uh, people who love doing it. So you know, I had another guest here on Cars Yeah that said the same thing. Go to these cars and coffees and talk to the old guys that have been around and done that. The builders, the collectors, the racers. You can learn so much from their experiences. Is there one book in particular you think the Cars Yeah listeners would really enjoy reading? Can I can I plug the Momo book? Of course you can. <laughs> Absolutely you can. I'd I'd love for you to plug that book. There is a 50 Years of Momo book that, that we came out with last year, and it really is a fantastic book that takes you through all the, uh, the 50 years of, of history of Momo, and, and that's where you really get to appreciate everything that the company's been through, you know, from, from Formula One racing down to, to rallying. Awesome. Great. I've got to get my hands on a copy of that. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources at carsyacom slash Enrique Cisneros. His last name is C-I-S-N-E-R-O-S. Or just put Enrique in the search box and his show notes page will pop up with links to all these great resources that he's been so kind to share. Do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars? Uh, yeah, you know, besides the kids now, now the cars <laughs> yeah. consume everything. But, uh, you know, I've always been a very big uh, uh, scuba diver and, and free diver. Oh, wow. So free, free diving is when you dive uh, without the tank. So I've always been, been into, you know, breath holding and, and going deep uh, without tanks and in sleds. Oh and my spear fishing and the, the whole underwater world has always been a big passion of mine and underwater photography. So, wow! So, what is the deepest you've ever dove by just holding your breath? So, uh, deepest I've gone is 130 feet swimming. Oh my gosh! And uh, and and you know what? It's it's also applies. I mean, it's very much a, a, a mental game. It's about training. It's about uh, a discipline and what you're doing. Wow! And uh, and being able to control your your mind and your body as your your body's basically starving for for oxygen. So. Oh my gosh! You know, I grew up in Southern California as a surfer, and I used to practice holding my breath for times I was out in the water in big surf where I'd get held down just so that I you know could hold my breath long enough before it would the wave would let you come back up but those kinds of depths oh my goodness that is absolutely amazing kudos to you wow incredible well we're up to the checkered flag here Enrique and this last question can be a real doozy for a car guy like you if you could only have one collector car in your garage it can be a collector race car vintage race car or just an old classic car and money's no object I'm going to buy you whatever you'd like today no matter who owns it even if it's one of Magnus Walker's cars. Well, maybe Magnus won't let me do that, but we'll see what we can do. What would that vehicle be and why? I'm still looking for it, but it's, the, uh, it's a Stanley Steamer. I'm looking everywhere for it, and that's the one car I want to get my hands on. I'm, I'm, I'm building several other uh, classic cars at the moment, and uh, the Steamer is the one that I always keep going back to wanting. Oh, my gosh. Now, that's a really interesting answer from a guy like you that goes so fast because 
Yeah, that was a fast car back in the day, but now not so much. So what is it about the Stanley Steamer that tugs on your heart? Lately, I've been having a big passion for it. I have a, currently a, a 19, uh, 1929 Ford Model A, which mm-hmm. I drive as much as possible. I have a 1914 Rio, which I'm rebuilding at the moment. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and you know what? It's, it's, it's the process of starting it that, that fascinates me. The fact that it takes 45 minutes <laughs> means that you have to have your schedule clear, that you're not in a hurry, that you're prepared to take that ride in the car mm-hmm. just for the absolute joy of it. And I think that's what uh, most of us need to go back to with cars is driving them for the passion, for the joy, and just just to, to enjoy the day. So uh, the fact that if you're able to drive the, the steamer, it's because you have the next two, three hours uh, open. You know, that's a great answer. I love that. You probably need to go talk to Jay Leno. He's a big steam car aficionado. Maybe he'll be able to connect you with the right car. What a great answer. You you, you really uh, pulled one over on me there. I never would have dreamed that would be the car that you would like. Fantastic. Enrique, you've taken me on a great ride today. I knew you would, and I've really enjoyed talking to you and learning more about how you're bringing the Momo brand back to life. Thank you for doing that, and thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that ball of steam in that Stanley steamer? <laughs> Paints a nice picture, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. My mind is now wandering to, to that day when that happens. It'll that, uh, happen, I'm sure. You know, I think that if, like, when it comes to cars, if you have the opportunity to get that, that one car that, that you, you're thinking about doing, always go with your gut and go for it. Because, uh, again, you, you don't want to have those, those, re- those regrets later on. So. Absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and what you're doing at Momo? Sure. I think, uh, you know, f- following our, our, if I'm Facebook, uh, momomotorsport.com, I think I'm, I'm always on there with all the racing that we're doing. Uh, and my, uh, my Instagram is HJ Cisneros. I'm always fo- posting funny things there as well. So, uh, awesome. Great. you know, definitely on, on the Momo Facebook, I think is always the best. Do you have a website now for Momo as well? Yeah. MomoUSA.com okay. for the regular Momo site. And then for the Magnus Walker, we have a microsite, MagnusWalker.momo.com to check out the, the new signature wheel that we're pushing out now, which is a, uh, you'll, you'll enjoy it. So awesome. Great. Well, listeners, you can find links to everything we've talked about here today at carsyad.com just put enrique in the search box and all these great links will pop up on his cars yeah show notes page thank you enrique for being so generous today with your time i know you're calling in from venezuela wish i was down there with you a beautiful part of the world thanks for sharing your expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners best of luck with momo and until we talk again i'll see you down the road fantastic thank you mark for having me on the show it was a lot of fun you're welcome Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.